All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Neil Armstrong reporting the roll and pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. Active FM, this is The Void Show. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am your host, Andrew, and I hope you've been keeping well. Well, I've been fabulous and sad sometimes, obviously, but for today, I'm really so excited and looking forward to our discussion, right? And you would have seen what we're speaking about. We finally get to speak about black holes. Like, finally, we get to discuss black holes. And I really want to assure you that this is going to be an interesting show. Because you eventually going to see what we mean when we always say the universe is complex, right? Maybe in the past, when we discussed the complexities of the universe, you know, our discussions may or may not have meant anything to you, right? And so today, it is really with my high hopes that you're going to get a grip of what we mean when we say the universe is complex. Because I'll tell you what. You see, the physics of a black holes, even today, is still poorly understood, right? And it's not like black holes are things of today. No, you see, black holes, the, the theory of black holes, their history extends all the way back in time to your uh, 1700s, to your 1600s, and most probably way before that, right? And so for today... Um, I really hope that you're going to learn new stuff about black holes. I really hope that you're going to understand what we mean when we say the universe is naturally uh, sophisticated, right? And uh, so uh, just a few things that we might need to know before we speak about black holes. So if you're a fan of The Void Show, you would know that we had a show where we spoke about stars, right? Like we had a whole show where we spoke about stars, how they born, you know, how they evolve, and eventually how they, they die out. But if this is your first time joining us, uh, welcome to the family. We've got a great uh, family of people here uh, who are willing to learn uh, new things every week, right? So, yeah, that's it. So, uh, now, uh, stars, right? We know about stars. Now, astronomers today know that stars have, uh, uh, stars are, are born they evolve and they eventually die out, right? And how they die, that's going to be dependent on the properties of uh, the star subjectively, right? So it's going to be dependent on what kind of a star it is. Uh, we've got different kinds of stars, right? You would have seen them even in the night sky. We've got blue stars, we've got uh, red stars, right? Our sun is a star and you see what color it is. So we've got uh, different stars and depending on what kind of a star it is, determines how it's going to die out, right? Some stars uh, uh, violently explodes into space when they die and we obviously call that uh, the supernova, but some stars collapse under their own gravity, right? So uh, uh, stars. Now, you see, uh, in stars, at the center of stars, there's a process that takes place there, right? And we call that process a nuclear fusion. Actually, that's the process that gives us heat, right? Heat is generated, right, at the core center of stars themselves. So the heat that we get from our sun, it's generated where? At the core center of our sun, right? So there's a process that we call uh, nuclear fusion. So essentially when a star is born, it's just a ball of hydrogen gas, 
right? It's just a ball of hydrogen gas and maybe with some uh, smattering of a few elements there, but it's just essentially a ball of hydrogen gas. And so because there will be gravity, right? Remember we said where there's gravity, there has to be, I mean, where there's mass, there has to be gravity. So obviously when a star is just born, there's mass, right? It has a mass, but it's, it's, these are huge, right? So they will obviously have a huge gravity. So what would happen is that as, 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 as heat is generated at the center of our stars, right? So, so how it would happen, uh, nuclear fusion basically converts uh, these hydrogen elements that are found in the star. It converts them by merging them together to form other forms of elements, which are helium atoms, right? So, so what would happen is that at the same time the star generates heat at the center the star as a whole is continuously struggling against this inward pull of gravity right remember that gravity also acts from the center and so because the star is huge gravity is pulling the star itself right so this inward pull of gravity is so strong and so huge that the star itself is always on the verge of collapsing under its own weight, right? Under its own gravity. So as, as heat is generated at the core center, as we receive the heat, the star is continuously struggling under its own gravity because, you know, gravity wants to collapse the star, right? It's so strong that it literally wants to collapse this star. But what really prevents the star from collapsing uh, uh, is 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 the, the 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 this you know at the core center there's this tremendous pressure that's taking place as heat is generated, right? So as heat is generated, there's an internal pressure that is there, right? It's it's so huge, and so as much as gravity wants to pull the star towards its center, as much as, much as gravity wants to collapse the star, this internal pressure balances the star so that it uh, does not collapse, right? So that's just the basics. Uh, 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 we, we're going to speak more about this right after this. Stay tuned. Let's uh, find out. Let's go through the journey together and find out. <laughs> Yeah, 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 <laughs> okay, so we're going back into this, yeah, loving it. So off we go. Uh, well, actually, let me tell you a story. Uh, so somebody once came to me and asked me on how do we know all of this, right? Like, how do scientists really know all of this? They say 
The heat is generated from the sun's core through a process called nuclear fusion. Hydrogen elements do this, helium does that, a red shift, expansion of the universe, blah, 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 right? <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay. Uh, they say they're skeptical, right? Uh, at least that's how they define themselves uh, as being skeptical. Uh, but I'll tell you what, some people say they're skeptical, whereas they are just very, very, very negative right <laughs> people don't just want to understand they they just don't want to understand and that's why there's a lot of confusion between science and religion right that's that's why you find conflict or that's why people will create conflicts between uh, science and uh, religion or science and uh, believers right or scientists and believers more accurately right because uh, you find the scientists trying to figure out God scientifically with formulas, with spreadsheets, you know, with uh, uh, mathematics, with the theories, maybe with telescopes, right? <laughs> it's like they're going to find uh, some sort of a creature in the middle of the clouds with huge uh, white uh, beards holding a stick, right? <laughs> Whereas they could just go on a manual that describes God, right? And it's not only scientists that do this. You also find believers that try to, 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 to prove science or even deny science uh, spiritually. You also find that. And I mean, I don't know if that's going to work, but good luck, hey? Good luck. <laughs> and uh, that's, that, that's a topic for another day, right? We obviously uh, are speaking about uh, black holes for uh, today. And before this beautiful jingle, we spoke about some of the processes that are taking place at the centers of stars, right? Uh, actually, it's a process that uh, generates the heat that we get uh, from the sun, right? So essentially, you will have these hydrogen elements in a star, when it's just born and uh, these hydrogen elements would fuse together right would fuse together uh, under high pressures and they form other elements when they fuse together right they form other elements uh, such as helium and heat is obviously generated there so now the big question would be uh, well what if these hydrogen elements run out uh, like what's gonna happen that's actually a good question. Like, what's going to happen when these hydrogen elements run out? Because they're the ones that, you know, release heat when they are converted. So what if they run out? And that's actually when stars start to die, right? That's when they start to, you know, that's the beginning of the end of lifetime of these stars, right? Uh, and obviously when that happens, the star would start to cool down and it would start to collapse under its own gravity, right? Because there's no longer that pressure that balances the inward pull of gravity. So it would start to collapse under its own gravity, cooling down. And then some stars would just violently explode into space, right? But here's an interesting thing. Some stars, and obviously we call that violent explosion into the space as 
as a supernova, right? You got that right? Yes, we call it a supernova, right? But you see, uh, uh, it, it's not all stars that get completely destroyed in a supernova, right? It's, it's, it's not all stars. Well, you actually find out that some stars, when they, when they die, uh, 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 some of their cores, they survive. It's, it's what we see. Right, they, they, they survive. You see, the cause of other stars, they just survive. And you need to remember, at the cause of stars, that's where the action takes place. Right, that's where the nuclear fusion is concentrated at. Right, you've got high temperatures, high pressures. That's where the action takes place. And so because of that, you find these stars cause... Uh, surviving right because they are actually held together so strongly by what by by uh, nuclear forces right and those kind of stars uh, are called or those kind of cores actually right the remnants or that relic of a dead star that core is called a neutron star you probably have heard of that right those kind of stars are called neutron stars but when it comes to black holes we have massive, massive, massive stars that may collapse under their own gravity that not even a neutron star survives, right? Not even a neutron star survives. And those are kind of stars when no neutron stars survive. That's because they are so huge, right? They're massive. They've got huge amounts of gravity. Not a neutron star survives, right? Their core does not survive. We call those kind of stars as of, of um, those dying stars, they may become what? They may become what we call black holes, right? And so this is the beginning of our show, actually, right? They become what? They become what we call black holes. So, so um, I once heard, uh, you actually know this saying, right? It says, uh, uh, abandon all hope. Ye who enter here. Have you heard that? It's a popular saying. I don't know where it comes from, but it's a popular saying. Abandon all hope. Ye who enter here. Right? <laughs> so, 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 uh, uh, there's a scientist called, uh, you know, his name is Mark. He says, oh, we would actually, you know, that, that saying would be useful here because that would serve as a warning to any space traveler that that goes near black hole <laughs> right that would be a good warning for them right and good luck if they go near a, a, a black hole right so what are black holes actually now astrophysicists regard or or, or actually black holes are regarded as regions of uh, uh, regions of space where gravity is just so strong, right? Where gravity is just so strong that those regions act as what we would call a stellar vacuum. You would know a vacuum cleaner, right? It literally sucks in everything. So, so, so astrophysicists regard black holes as 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 stellar vacuums, right? It's regions of space under 
tremendous amounts of gravity such that they act as what we would call stellar vacuum because what would happen is that they would literally suck in all matter or all the energy from space and they allow nothing to escape it that's what it is they allow nothing to escape them uh, uh, not even light that's because they are under so much gravity that nothing uh, can really escape uh, them not even light right and so and so you see this this term a black hole it was actually uh, uh, proposed by an American physicist, right? His name was John. Uh, that was in 1969, the same year, you know, where the landing of the moon, the stuff happened. So it was in 1969. That's when he named these regions of space under immense amounts of gravity. He coined the name uh, black holes, right? But that does not mean uh, black holes are things of the 1969, right? It actually goes way back before that right the theory has been around way back before that because you see in the year 1783 1783 you can just imagine that way back in time there was a, a, an english physicist okay and she she yeah it, it was an english uh, a, a physicist uh uh, it was a male, actually, right? <laughs> yeah, because uh, his name is uh, 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 John Michel, right? Uh, so, in 1783, he said that, and this was actually a proposing, right? He uh, obviously, uh, depending on some of the discoveries and, you know, how much he... Uh, literate, scientifically literate uh, he was. He said that, okay, so, we know where there's mass, there's gravity. Big mass, big gravity. So, he said that, okay, it's, 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 it's better if I would suggest that if a star is massive enough, it would have such a strong gravitational field that nothing even if light could leave this star, this light would literally be dragged back to the star's surface. That's what, the, uh, that's what the, this English astronomer said, John Michel, right? And at those times, in those times, the 1700s, nobody believed him right nobody believed him you know his theories were largely ignored up until 1900s right actually around 1939 uh, and that was after you know uh, uh, scientists such as uh, robin eppenheimer and others saw depending on albert einstein's theory the theory that he proposed you know the general relativity theory you know, they started to believe in Michelle's suggestions because they saw that it is actually possible for star to collapse to a point where it would become a black hole, right? Where it would become a black hole. So we might need a song right now, right? And I hopefully, ho hopefully, you, 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 you understood this beautiful uh, history behind uh, black holes. And so I'm going to give you this uh, beautiful gem. It's a story of a boy. 
and after this gem we, we will be speaking more about uh, black holes a story of a boy playing on active fm enjoy
of a boy it's a song that just played it's a beautiful gem and i really hope that you enjoyed that one i mean i absolutely loved it uh, you are still on active fm this is the void show as we all and uh, always say radio has never been better thank you so much for still tuning in uh, thank you so much for still being here it's an absolute honor you know we love it when we know that you are listening out there so i mean if you're still here again it means that you are loving what we're speaking about and you are learning new stuff and feel free uh, to send in your questions to us feel free to tell us what did you think about black holes right uh, what do you know about black holes do, do you want to visit a black hole well good luck right you do tell us everything because you need to remember as well that uh, uh, as jim quick says learning is not a spectator spot 
right. If you want to learn stuff, you've got to engage with us. Did you even know that uh, the kind of questions that you mostly ask yourself redirect your behavior? Did you know that? I think I've said this. I did. Yes. <laughs> so, so looking at your behavior, it's somehow easy to know what's the kind of questions uh, you mostly ask yourself. But again, that's a topic for another day. Uh, we're speaking about black holes for today, right? So here's the thing. Uh, gravity. Let's speak about the gravity a little, right? And obviously we have spoken about gravity at some point in time. Uh, a lot of us would know gravity as a force, right? It's okay. And that description or that perspective, a view of gravity as a force was obviously described by uh, Newton, Isaac Newton, right? Sir Isaac Newton. And we also have a show on the story of Sir Isaac Newton, right? He was a phenomenal man. He did a lot of things, right? Not only in the scientific world, uh, philosophy, uh, 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 mathematics. He's, he, you know, he's the one who invented calculus, uh, even integral calculus as well. We're speaking about optics. He just did enough, right? Uh, so he's also the one that described gravity as a force, right? There's a rigorous mathematical analysis and formulas to actually describe gravity as a force, right? So uh, what, what, what I'm trying to drive home now is a way, a suitable way to think of a black hole, right? Where does gravity get in there, right? We're going to be speaking about that uh, just now. So, so here's the thing. And this is how Albert Einstein visualized gravity, okay? Uh, let's say that... So he, he, he said, okay, think of gravity like this now. Uh, let us assume that for a moment, let's assume that uh, space is a flat rubber sheet, right? Think of a space like that. Uh, don't think of it as you thinking of it, like it doesn't fit a thing. Just try to think of a space as a flat uh, rubber sheet, okay? And if you think of a, the, 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 you know, space like that, Imagine if you had a steel ball, right? Like a, uh, uh, um, no, some sort of a mess steel ball, right? And imagine what would happen if you were to drop that steel ball on your flat rubber sheet. What was going to happen? Obviously, the, the, the rubber would curve downwards. Right, that's what would happen because this steel ball would kind of uh, dip uh, inward, right, downward, right, um, with this uh, flat uh, rubber sheet, right. That's what would happen, actually. That's how Einstein interpreted gravity, right. He was like, okay, gravity exists because massive objects like planets, like stars, in this case, they would act as what? They would act as this steel ball, right? So these massive objects uh, actually bend what we call the fabric of space around them. Hey, that's what he thought, or that's how he interpreted uh, gravity. And for example, if you have dipped your steel ball on top of that flat rubber sheet 
think of it as a star think of it uh, you would understand actually why we've got the planets orbiting around the stars if you were to do that if you then had some small marbles and if you threw them right or if you rolled these small marbles across your rubber sheet obviously with your steel ball in the middle these small marble would actually roll around the the top of that hole right the top of that uh, hole that's created or that's formed by the steel wall right it's pretty much uh, in the way that the earth orbits around the sun in the way that asteroids orbit around the sun right so that's an interpretation of how albert einstein thought of uh, gravity right now so imagine this imagine that let's say that uh, for any odd reason you increase the weight of your steel ball right you increase the weight of your steel ball right you increase the mass of your steel ball you know that steel ball that you dropped on your rubber sheet assume that you increase the mass of your steel ball what would happen as the weight increases what's gonna happen to the ball this ball is gonna sag further and further down what creating this deep gravity hole right and eventually what would happen uh, uh so 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 as you do that eventually what would happen is that uh, um this rubber flat sheet would be stretched so 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 deep and so tight that the top of that hole would just pinch together right that's what would happen right it would kind of like close off from this outside world right obviously with this steel in 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 the middle right and so that's pretty much the same thing so this is actually how um this is actually how it's a similar thing to how a star dies right because it dies like that you think of it like that and a collapsed star not how it dies but after it has died actually a collapsed star right it would eventually become dense like that that it would have a space right this imaginary it's not even imaginary but that's how we think of gravity to do it curve a space completely on itself right and it would literally isolate it from the rest of the universe right so that's pretty much what happens and that's pretty much why you would have this um uh, strong gravity right it would make sense if we think of uh, gravity that way i I'm, I'm 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 sure i mean i'm hoping that you get what i'm saying right <laughs> so 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 one last thing and uh, i mean uh, there was a l so many things that i wanted to discuss but i'm looking at a time right um but obviously in the upcoming weeks we're going to be speaking more uh, about this now one last thing what I mean, what do you think exploring a black hole would be like? Like going visiting a black hole. <laughs> what do you think it would be like? So remember uh, um, that saying that I began the show with. All ye, uh, abandon all hope, ye who enter here. Right? I mean, <laughs> it's finished. So, so if an astronaut would actually want to visit a black hole, it would be a one-way trip 
right it 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 would be a one way trip so actually this is this is what happened uh there's what we call an event horizon okay the event horizon and the event horizon i mean the event horizon is the outer boundary of a black hole right so that point where light uh, literally does not escape we call that the event horizon right so the event the, the size of the event horizon is proportional to the mass of the collapsing star right so the bigger the star the larger the event horizon right and obviously the bigger uh, the, the the gravity right and so 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 what would happen if the astronaut would uh, approach a black hole let's say they are approaching a black hole in 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 okay let's say what uh let's say okay their body right so their 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 head is towards the event horizon and their legs are actually behind them they are approaching a black hole so obviously uh with with common sense their head would start feeling more gravity right so the gravitational force that's i mean the gravitational force that's pulling on their head would be much stronger right than the gravitational force that's pulling on their legs right and remember we're speaking about black holes here right so this is what would happen this is what would happen <laughs> because of that difference in a gravitational force pulling on their head and on their feet their body would uh, stretch like a chappies right and it would just be a one way trip to a black hole so that's pretty much it right and so i hope that you learned a lot about black holes today i really do hope um we're going to be speaking more about black holes right i really do hope that you loved our show for today i know it was a bit hectic right but i mean i loved it i hope that you loved it and most definitely uh, right after this i will be closing just we help distributors grow their sales by over 15% in the first 90 days with our automated mobile software solution rapid trade is used by over 16000 users worldwide and we process over 120000 transactions per day on both ios and android for mail ordering and management e-commerce and even van sales or electronic proof of delivery we've got your business covered call us for a demo on 011-493-9755 or email us at sales@rapidtrade.com go on make your customer happy on today by getting on to rapid trade beautiful and apparently we have reached the end of the void show uh if you are here it means you loved our show today we obviously were speaking about black holes and i don't know if you've just scrolled to this point by any odd reason uh, you might just want to go back and really check out what we were speaking about right we spoke about uh, black holes and um there's still more about black holes right and i really do hope that um in the upcoming weeks we really going to be finishing to speak about black holes because there are a lot of interesting stuff about black holes 
I mean, um, you know, there's time travel, there, there, just, just so many interesting stuff uh, about black holes, right? Uh, so that's really what we're going to be speaking about. Uh, please be sure to share out our show. If you loved it, please be sure to share out our show. And from me, myself and I, please take care. All the love from Active FM. I will definitely be seeing you again next week. Same place, same time. Cheers. Instagram at ActiveFM777, Twitter and Gab at ActiveFM, Facebook at ActiveFM forward slash triple seven, as well as YouTube at ActiveFM and our website at www.activefm.co.za. Don't stop, don't hesitate, find, follow and enjoy us on all our different platforms. You don't want to miss out. Active FM Radio has never been better.